everybody, welcome to another episode of the Podcasting for Business show. I'm your host, Lindsay Ann, and I'm delighted today to be able to bring to you one of our fantastic winners from the very first Podcasting for Business Awards. I had the pleasure of chatting to the fabulous Layla Okai. Layla is from the Diverse Minds podcast and she won the Best Diversity and Inclusion podcast in the awards. So let me tell you a little bit about Layla's show. The podcast that talks about race, equality and well-being for a busy modern world through inspiring stories, interviews and case studies brought to you by Layla Okai, CEO of Diverse Minds UK and former head of the Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Centre at Imperial College London. Layla provides insights from diverse thought leaders in race, equality, well-being and mental health to increase your understanding and enable you to make positive changes in your life with ease. It is an incredible show. The judges had a great time um, going through all of the entries, but Layla's show really stood out in the diversity category. You'll be able to go over to the website lindsayann.com forward slash PFB awards and you'll be able to see every single one of the winners, the runners up and the top 30 podcasts from the Listener's Choice Award. There were thousands and thousands of entries for the Listener's Choice Award. It was incredible how many people got behind the awards this year. And we had hundreds and hundreds of entries into the awards themselves. So it's been an incredible success. We've really enjoyed putting it together for you. And we're all keeping our fingers crossed that next year we're going to be able to host it in person. But I think it was a great success this year. We had a lot of fun. We had a great after party and um, it, it was just a great evening had by all. So enough of the chatter now, let's get on with the interview and I want you all to meet the fantastic Layla Okai who's going to tell us all about her show, why she got started, what it's about and how you can find out a little bit more about the invaluable work that she does. Welcome Layla, I'm so happy to have you here today. Oh Lindsay, it's such an honour and thank you for your very kind words. You're so welcome. So let's get started with a little introduction. So you tell everybody a little bit about what your show focuses on and uh, what it's all about. Yeah, so the Diverse Minds podcast is all about tips, tools, techniques on well-being, inclusion, culture and mental health. And there's a specific link with well-being through a I won't say different, I'll say global majority, uh, people of colour lens, how to support people and lots of tips for managers and leaders who might be stuck or struggling with how to integrate some of the principles around equality, diversity and inclusion into their workplace. As I say, it's fantastic. And you do such a good job of just showcasing all of the different conversations and how organisations can really get behind this and, and be supportive in the workplace. Why did you start this? I mean, it's pretty obvious, you know, it's clearly a conversation that needs to happen. But why did you personally start this? So I, <laughs> it's, it's such a good question. I'm laughing because my friends, when they listen to the show, they're like, oh God, it's like being on the phone to you. Um, so <laughs> I feel like I have a lot to say. And I think often in the workplace, because of the color of my skin, because I'm South Asian or because of people's perception around South Asian people being quiet, I don't think I was necessarily heard in the right way or I was heard and I was purposely ignored because I was talking about things that people found really difficult, uncomfortable, and they didn't want to do. 
deal with and they didn't want to relinquish their power. So that's one side of it. The other side of it is thinking about content marketing and how um, I did blogging for a year. Now, I am not a natural writer. And when I say I'm not a natural writer, what I mean is that I don't really enjoy writing that much. But my goodness, do I love talking. So um, as we found out, didn't we, Lindsay, in the after party for the <laughs> podcast, as no one could get a word in Edgerose. Um, So I was in the kitchen with two of my dear friends, uh, Dr. Esther Desabe Richards and Ollie Ojo. And we were talking about this. And I said, oh, you know friends what do you think should I start a podcast and they said yeah and I said I'm just really struggling because I have all these different topics but I I need to narrow them down I need them to reflect the business and I need to be smarter about my offerings and my very wise friend Ollie said to me you know what Leila you need to go deep stop going wide go deep you're going to have a relationship with your listeners you're going to be in their ears and I think it's definitely something you should do so it's that combination of that was the right content strategy for me um like really I think there's always been a need to be heard um so putting the two together was ideal yeah I'm so glad you did start it it's there's some great conversations there I'm really interested to know about some of your guests that you've had on there so what have been some of the the great conversations or the uh, conversations you've most enjoyed on the show Yes, I think one of the most interesting conversations I had, and they're all fantastic, was with Oris Ikiomi. And we talk about men's health. And he talks about his own lived experience of having uh, been born and spent most of his life in a particular part of Nigeria and then moving to the UK. And he talks a lot about different masculine identities. But also, we had a great conversation about generations. So, different generations of men from different cultural backgrounds and how they will or won't accept help in terms of mental health recovery and acknowledging their mental ill health. That was a phenomenal episode for me. Um, Also thinking about, because it's coming up, Eating Disorders Awareness Week and um, Obesity, January, end of January, there's an Obesity Awareness Week. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to Sarah Daisy um, Bernard about her Uh, she has a podcast called Shake the Tree and she does a lot of work around uh, being healthy. It's not really health at every size, which is a separate movement, but she just talks a lot about health and it's not about being skinny, but how uh, people who are perceived as fat, um, how they're stigmatized, but how that that Mm. stops them then from from being part of physical activity. And she also talks about the fact we shouldn't shy away from using the term fat, not at people, but she talks about, you know, if someone says I'm fat, you don't go, oh my God, oh my God, don't say that. You say, okay um and Mm. and if someone says I'm fat I don't want to go swimming you say okay well what would make you feel comfortable so those are the two that 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 sort of stand out at the moment but they've all they've all been phenomenal and my my guests for the first South Asian Heritage Month had the author Masutha Snaith and she talks about her journey to being a writer and one of the things she talks about is being from a uh, having grown up in a council estate and that's not the aspirations that people had for South Asian girls that that grew up on council estates and how she managed to do it and not having the contacts so yeah I've been very very fortunate. So when I started this podcast and when I started working with new podcasters, one of the things that comes up for all of the people that I tend to work with is this fear around getting started with their podcast and the tech and the, you know, who's going to listen to me. Tell us a little bit about the process you went through when you got started with your podcast. What were the fears that you had or did you just not have any fears? Did you just dive in? So tell us a bit around that. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think, I think, Actually, the reality is, and I think we we talked about this at the awards, that unless you're a celebrity, you're not going to get 40,000 downloads, but that's okay. Um, Mm. I think there was the fear about who's going to listen to this. But I think for me, it was also a sense of 
if people are going to waste my time and say, oh, we want training, we don't want training, we don't have the budget, I can say, that's fine. Here you go. Here's a link. Listen to it and come back to me if you're interested. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind yeah. of a, a strategy. Um, I, I think it was I think it was a case of the tech for me was a big one around. I don't have the equipment. I have a really small house. How am I going to do this? How am I going to fit things in? Um, and I would say that it's really important. And I waited. So I wanted to have a podcast probably in 2017. And I went to some online workshops back in the day and I took notes and I wanted to do it for a long time but I just really didn't know how and I would say that if you've got that in the back of your mind save up a little pot of money um, and find someone that helps you so you know Lindsay and your programs your Facebook group excellent Um, I've got a podcast producer and I really needed that and the first thing that he did is he sat down with me and he said right we're going to look at each month we're going to have a theme for each month we're going to look at your blogs we're going to see how it can cross-reference um, and so you've got a year's worth of content. You can change it, but you're not going to stare into a blank screen or a blank microphone and feel flummoxed because you've got quite a lot there. And if things come up in the news, we can absolutely tweak things. Um, so I think that's a really good structure. So think about the things you want to talk about, the business you have and what you want to promote, tying it into awareness days and then keeping your finger on the pulse for things in the news that relate to your industry. Um, and just make a note. It doesn't have to be a really comprehensive plan. You could, they could use your podcast planner to do this. This is what, That's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, for me, it was the tech and knowing that you have to mess around with it and things might go wrong and that's okay. Um, there's some uh, shows my audio quality isn't good. I still put them out there because I'm a believer in just do it. Once it's done, just put it out there. I am not a perfectionist. So I think that helps. Um, and, you know, people might not listen, but then I think people will listen. And if three people listen and it really helps them, you've done your job. Yeah, totally. And I love the fact that you um, look at the content across a whole year and having those themed weeks. I talk about batching your content all the time because it makes things so much easier. If you just sat in your room, ready to start recording and you've not got a plan for what you want to talk about, then that's going to be tough, isn't it? So yeah, having having that plan in place is definitely something that's um, useful when you get started in particular. So what's been the best thing since starting your podcast, Layla? I'm sure there's been lots of them. So tell us a little bit about some of the great things that's happened since you started your show. Well, for me, honestly, this is hand on heart. It has to be winning the award. In a way, I was quite lucky my video didn't work on the night because I had tears running down my face. Um, (laughs) I feel quite fortunate. So it was really overwhelming because when you just feel like you're a one woman show and this you know this I say this ongoing year I I always think in academic years still um, it's been so tricky for everyone and there was a time where I didn't have any work coming in in April well everything got cancelled for the remainder of March and then April I had nothing May I had nothing Um, but Mm -hmm. I did have my podcast so to keep going with that and then to get that award when I was really 50-50 about going for it was just I think one of the the best things that has happened it's been absolutely brilliant Um, And I think the secondary thing is having, um, I think growing up a lot, I felt like, uh, because the 90s was a very, better in some ways, but worse in other ways in terms of um, camaraderie and finding people that were like you if they didn't live in your area. Um, It's just having South Asian women of the generation, like much younger than me, but reaching out and saying, oh, I listened to your podcast, this really resonated, or I really loved this, or I've used this technique to manage upwards with my nightmare manager. And that's been so, so lovely to hear. Like hearing from listeners is another massive highlight. Yeah, I I haven't paid her listeners. (laughs) 
say that she um, <laughs> that she enjoyed having the award. You know what? You did fantastically well, and the, there are so many highlights of having a show. I'm I was delighted that that you won the award because I think it was so well deserved. Um, and I, I know your voice was breaking when you were talking on the <laughs> night actually when we did eventually come to you. So I so I knew that it was really meaningful to you. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the work that you do outside of this, because as you said, just then in your, in your last uh, comment, you said that, you know, you didn't have work, but you had the podcast and you know what I've heard that Mm. said quite a lot over this last year that podcasters have really, you know, doubled down on creating their show and putting everything into it because things have been so up in the air and they have genuinely helped so many people over this last year. So I'm really interested to know a little bit about what you do outside of your podcast. Tell us a bit about the work you do um, and how people can find out some more about you as well. Yeah, thanks, Lindsay. So one of the main strands of my work is training. So workplace training on mental health. And I have a I do mental health first aid training, but I also have my own program called the Mentally Healthy Leading Manager, which is all about creating systems in your team and organization that create health. Uh, very practical. It's not psychological, very practical workplace things around mental health and well-being for your team and for yourself. Um, and there's an ebook that accompanies that. So if anyone wants to download that ebook, you can do that for free and I can um, share the link with Lindsay and she can put it in the notes um I also yeah thank you I also do training on race race equality and allyship so what was interesting I had nothing and then because I just kept kept going talking about race anyway that was something that was always part of my podcast when this particular wave the June 2020 wave of Black Lives Matter happened um I was visible now that wasn't intentional it wasn't from cashing in on the horrific murder that happened um but people knew where to find me so a lot of work on allyship what that actually means and I know that can be a bit of an uncomfortable word for some people and I understand why Um, but really thinking about race and systemic injustice in workplaces again at micro and macro levels Um, and then I do a program which is all about culture and well-being so that's the training piece on um, yes it's great that you have provision for your staff but you also need to see that through a cultural lens it might be a global organization it might be for international students it might be for diaspora global majority communities that work in your workplace yes they're British but they also have uh, a different culture as well so cultural awareness Um, I do coaching so I do one-to-one coaching and um, it's open to men and women but I tend to coach mainly women who are at a crossroads so they want to progress in their life that could be career that could be in parenthood that could be um, with with um, transitioning into another career but they also want to keep well-being at the core of what they do so that's my coaching strand um then consultancy around systems and action plans i did a big piece of work with the wonderful moonshot uh, countering violent extremism and they had me in for seven days looking at all their processes around equality and diversity and their practices and that was brilliant and finally speaking so i've been a speaker on a number of panels around equality um culture um the intersection between uh, race and gender. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's a kind of a, a, as, discre- as, as compact as I can make it around the kinds of things I do. You're a very busy lady and it's incredible work that you're doing. Um, I can't have a podcaster on my show and not ask them what are some of the podcasts that you listen to. So what have you been enjoying over the past year? 
So one of my favourite podcasts is Element of Inclusion by Dr. Jonathan Ashong Lamptey. So he's one of my dear friends, but I do love his podcast as well. Um, He does book reviews, he looks at research papers, he breaks them down for people. So they're just brilliant to know what's going on. Um, I've also, I listen to Sigrun, so the Sigrun show. Um, I'm actually part of her membership, but I really like the podcast and I listened to them before. Um, One of the podcasts I learned about the awards was Authority and and that's been really great to know about so I've started listening to that about um, how to publish your book uh, so yes I'm definitely getting into that one um, and uh, some of the the BBC sounds ones so there's I can't remember the exact titles but some of the ones around um, Asian life um, South Asian life and there's another one called uh, it's quite new it's um, it is in Hindi like log kya kahenge which is what will people say um, oh. so yeah so a, a couple I mean there's so many and sometimes Sometimes you dip in and out, don't you? Um, yeah. And, and sort of remembering them, but also Amy Porterfield, and I, I think her podcasts are great for for the business side of it. Um, yeah, totally. So the Authority Show uh, is one of my fabulous clients, Jessica Killingly. She was uh, a winner on the night as well. So yeah, it's a great show that one. Um, I would love to know from you now. Finally, what advice would you give to people listening to this show now who have been thinking for a while, probably like you were, um, thinking for a while, should I start a podcast? Should I not? How am I going to do this? What advice would you give to them if they're thinking about getting started? Brilliant. Well, I would definitely say join your Facebook group because even though I joined it after I had my podcast, I find it invaluable. So with hands, hand, you know, hands down, definitely that. Um, have a read of some articles, look at some podcast uh, information, think about what you're going to do. I would also say keep it simple. I think you said this on the night, didn't you, Lindsay, when we had the Q&A, um, that if you can't afford or you don't have space for one of the fancy mics, uh, it's okay. Don't let a USB mic put you off. So I totally Mm -hmm. agree with that. And also just spend some time planning your content. Um, What is it that you're going to say? Because I think if you don't do that, you're really at risk of podcast fade. Um, And while you're thinking about that, do you want to have a series? Do you want to do a weekly show? Do you want to just do some one-offs? Because sometimes people do that. They'll just do 10 or 15 um, for business showcases. So there's not a one size fits all. And again, it goes back to that. It's a bit cliched but what's your why so is is a podcast about showcasing your skills is it about interviewing is it about a side hobby is it about um uh you know is it about having uh, followers and building an audience so there's, there's different aspects to it so I would think about um your re you know your not your reason in a bad way but your uh yeah. your yeah your sentiments your focus that's the word I'm looking for your focus your flavor and then your tech Thank you for that. That's all great advice, definitely, and something that I tell people all the time, definitely. So I'm, I've, I've loved chatting to you and getting to know a little bit more about what you do and why you started the show. If you haven't listened to Layla's podcast, everybody, you need to go and have a listen. It's a fantastic show. She's done an incredible job during, let's face it, an absolute nightmare of a year. She got it started. Um, and it's just incredible. So go and check out Layla. I'll put all the links that we've talked about today into the show notes. And thank you so much, Layla, for coming on the show and telling us all about your podcasting journey. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor, Lindsay. And thank you for everything that you do to keep us all motivated as well as podcasters. Thank you so much. 
So there you have it. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and hearing from Layla. She does incredible work and I'm sure you can agree, a really worthy winner. So as I said at the start of the show, you can go and check out all the winners from the awards over at lindsayann.com forward slash PFB awards. I'll make sure that link is in the show notes for you. As always, I would love for you to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you would like to learn more about starting your own show or scaling the show that you already have, come and join us over on the Podcasting for Business community in Facebook. I can't wait to see you there. Until next time, bye for now.